Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. Buy the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. Who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs! This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absence Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsenthemindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Falcon Base, Falcon Base. This is Tower 3. Over. Tower 3, this is Falcon Base. Go ahead. Over. Falcon Base, Tower 3 is up. Over. Tower 3, so uh, what's on the agenda for tonight, fellas? Bigfoot, aliens, see who can win between a silverback and five guys with primitive weapons? <laughs> Over. Wherever our minds take us. Over. Eh, whatever. Just make sure you stay vigilant. Over. Our eyes and our minds are always open. Now welcome to another episode of Tales from the Guard Tower. Tower 3, over and out. Fallen! Alright, alright. Everybody take a seat. Grab a drink. Let's get this show started. And we're back! That's right! We're back! Woo! All right. I know I promised Crystal I wouldn't uh, do that kind of intro anymore, but Crystal ain't here, so she cannot stop me. There is no stopping this train tonight, this this train wreck, if you will. Uh, we are here with another Tales from the Guard Tower. Uh, today we're talking about torture, the psychology of torture, the history of torture, a little bit, but mainly we pose the question... What would it take for you to torture somebody else? And what would you do to them? Be as creative as possible. And we got some great content from those folks. Uh, never surprised by my friends and who I hang out with. Uh, but I was a little bit surprised today. A little bit taken aback. But I'm glad that I am on their side. And that they are my friends and not uh, the other way around. So, uh with that said, uh, let's uh, let's get into this show. Like I said, uh, Crystal's not here today. She's visiting somebody in Jersey, and uh, but she does make an appearance uh, with her friend, her East Coast friend. So 
They've got great insight as well. So hold on for that. In the meantime, let's go over our sponsors. You heard them at the top of the show. You got Sweet Stash and you've got Absinthe Minded AZ. So make sure you're always supporting our sponsors because that way you support us. You support local businesses. It works out. It's a win-win for everyone. And of course, we also have Combat Flip Flops at CombatFlipFlops.com. Uh, for 10% off your total sale, please enter promo code FALLIN360. Again, for 10% off your total sale, enter the promo code FALLIN360. Uh, we've got Blackbeard Fire at blackbeardfire.com. So you want to, speaking of torture, you want to light someone on fire? You know, there is no better fire starters Um lighters than blackbeard fire at blackbeardfire.com once again you want 10 percent discount off your total uh sale then uh put in promo code fall in 360 same as the others all right guys let's get into it so torture what is torture first of all right torture is the act of deliberately inflicting severe physical or psychological suffering on someone by another as a punishment or in order to fulfill some desire of the torturer or force some action from the victim. Torture, by definition, is a knowing and intentional act, deeds which unknowingly or negligently inflicts suffering or suffering or pain without a specific intent to do so are not typically considered torture. All right. So I believe I just tortured you guys by trying to get through that freaking intro. So I apologize for that. Uh, if you guys have been listening to us since the beginning, almost three years ago, then you guys know and understand what torture is. So I apologize for that. Okay. So we all know that torture has been around forever, uh, essentially since the beginning of time, right? I mean, you could even say that um, God telling Adam and Eve they couldn't eat this delicious fruit from this amazing, luscious tree. Uh, you could have everything else except for that. I think that's a little bit of psychological torture. Not going to lie. So torture has been around as long as, as the oldest, oldest uh, 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 profession which is prostitution. So torture and prostitution have been around since the beginning of time. Uh, I think one of them should be legal and one of them should remain illegal. I'm not going to tell you which. You guys make up your own minds. Either way, as I got into this whole history of torture and uh, the, the psychology behind it, it got so deep. And honestly, not to come off a little weird or weirder than I already you know, come off as. I uh I found it interesting. Uh and I think you would too. If you're a history fan, you don't look at this as disgusting and it is. There's some really bad stuff in here, but I mean it's how we learn, right? Uh but from historical from a historical point of view, I thought it was pretty interesting. Just the ideology behind it. And you do end up finding out that things while they were horrible, um, they may have not been as horrible as we think now, right? When we think of medieval, you know, torture, uh, or even, you know, the, the Chinese, you know, had some pretty uh, evil methods too. And everybody's had these crazy methods too, the Romans. and But nonetheless, um, it's not the way you imagine it now, where just anybody and everybody, right? There were laws, there were rules, you know, they were a lot more loose than they are now. 
But it is interesting that the human psyche, no matter how far back you go, um, you know, even to the caveman days, you know, even to the more primitive days, um, I guess that's probably what made us, you know, top of the food chain is that our urge to not hurt someone else, right? Like it is inside us for most of us, right? There's the rare few, which is where we get the, the folks we talk about on dishonorable mention. There's those few that, you know, there's some fuses missing, some wires crossed that, you know, they are going to kill others and not feel any remorse. There's a few of those people, both in and out of the military, civilians, you know, law enforcement, they're everywhere, right? Uh, and that's different, right? But for the most part, as humans, from the very beginning, it's it's always been in us not to hurt others. And it's obviously something that has even developed even more now, our understanding of what, what torture really is and what that does to a human, uh, obviously not just physically, but mentally, we, we know now more about that. And so I think that's one of the reasons why things were a lot different back then. And even though humans don't necessarily want to hurt other humans, um, it, it was uh, more violent back in the day, but that's, I think, because of education and just an understanding of the overall, you know, theme of, of torture. Uh, things were different. Like I said, survival, we understand, you know, we've, we've evolved. But nonetheless, like I said, when we dive into this, there's so much history, there's so much more to it than, than you would think, that that's what kept me interested. So I decided to make this show or this episode today. This is something we talk about in the guard tower, just sitting around talking about um, torture itself. Now, like I mentioned, there's a lot of history there. That's not as much fun for some of you all, uh, especially if you're sitting alone in a guard tower with some other dude. You don't really know that stuff. But what you do know is what would it take for you to torture somebody and how would you do it, right? That's something we can talk about all day. So that gave me the idea. Let's do this show, talk a little bit about the history and some methods, but then let me get other people involved and see what they would do. How would they answer that question? And that's the show that we got today. Now, with that being said, I am super interested in doing another show on this topic, but strictly on the history and psychology. All right, let's go to the brazen bull. The brazen bull, its origins, the brazen bull was invented in ancient Greece by Perilios of Athens. Perilos propped his idea of a more painful means of execution to Polaris, the tyrant of Akraga. Polaris, I think it's Polaris or Polaris, whatever. I'm not here to teach you guys Greek. Uh, like the idea of brazen bull, and so it was made. Once finished, Polaris ordered it to be tested and Perilos himself was removed from the bull before he died but was later killed by Phalaris when he threw Perilios off a hill. I'm lost there. But uh, the Greek had specially engineered tubes to make the screams of the victims sound like the noise of a bull. All right. Well, that's a little weird. All right. The appearance. The bull was made wholly of brass and was uh, hollow with a door in the side. The use. When a victim was placed inside the brazen bull, she or he was slowly burned to death. The device gradually became more sophisticated until Greeks invented a complex system of tubes in order to make the victim's screams sound more like an infuriated bull and also made it so the smoke from it rose in clouds of in incense. 
This torture is similar to being boiled alive. Holy shit. Uh, that's a little bit, uh, creative if you don't ask me. Uh, but, uh, that was, um, that, that sounds pretty torturous to being boiled alive. That is crazy. The Chinese iron maiden, similar to the iron maiden of the 19th century. This device was first used in the Ming dynasty. It stood like a coffin, but was raised on a platform with an iron gate on the bottom instead of piece of wood which the Iron Maiden, uh, this coffin was made of brass or sometimes even iron. But unlike the Iron Maiden, it was optional to include spikes or not. All right. Well, that sounds like just a, a, a nicer version of the regular Iron Maiden. So although the Salem witch trials are well known for having their victims being burned at the stake, that was actually less common than being hanged. And I'll tell you this, um, I actually did read about that before because uh, like anybody else, here's the thing, operations exist everywhere you go, right? Somebody's got to be in charge of, of the cleanup crew, right? Someone's got to be in charge of putting on the event, you know, setting up the, the torture device, getting the invites out, getting the people, the publicity, right? Th that operations is always a thing. So when you think about burning somebody, I mean, when you think of this dunking booth or whatever that thing's called, the teeter-totter, you're literally grabbing the thing that you probably have somewhere in, in the town. It's stored somewhere and just roll it out there. And they tie this person in the chair or plank or whatever. And then they dunk them, right? It's too, too easy. Then you get rid of the body, whatever way you need to get rid of the body. But when you burn somebody, now you got to get a stake because you know, the other one got burnt. So it doesn't exist anymore. So you got to get a stake again. You got to put it in the hole in the ground. You got to tie the witch to it. Then you got to put a bunch of wood around it, which then that itself isn't so bad. But when you burn somebody, when you burn anything, you guys ever had to pick up after a giant, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, fire pit, you know, where you're all just kind of hanging out. And the next day you're like, holy shit, what did we burn, right? People are throwing all kinds of stuff in the pit. But anyways, imagine a whole body, a bunch of wood, a bunch of logs, rope, and, and, and a human body being burnt down. Who's picking that up? You ever think about that? And that's why we think about those things. We're like, man, yeah, I used to burn people alive like it was crazy. And I read about it, and I was like, that makes sense. They themselves claimed, like, nope, it was too smelly. It was too horrifying, first of all, to hear the screams of somebody, you know, uh, being being burnt. That's probably why the Greeks changed that, the bull uh, noises, to make it sound like a real bull instead of a human. Not because they thought it'd be cool, but because they <laughs> couldn't grasp hearing another, you know, human being tortured. It's not that easy. Like I said, very few percentage of people on this planet actually enjoy torturing or harming others, right? Very small percentage. Anyways, going back to this, um, it was a mess. Uh, cleaning up after burning a witch was a total disaster and a mess. So as an operations manager myself, I understand. And I know why you would rather go with a little teeter-totter and drown somebody than to burn somebody up and then, you know, set it up so that somebody's got to pick that body up. Somebody's got to pick those burned uh, ashes, all that shit. And it's nasty. It's gross. It stinks. Uh, so yeah, I can see why, uh, that, uh, that image of, you know, people, they probably burned one witch and then they, they learned their lesson and everybody from there just, that's the only thing everybody remembered. So that's why we think that. Right. But for the most part, they liked, they liked drowning, stoning. They liked also hanging witches too. So anyways, so I think I've talked enough about different methods, uh, that have existed in our, in our, in our lifetimes. All right. And, uh, I, I really, really do want to 
make another show where we specifically get into the history uh, more so and the psychology. Uh, I think today's show, though, is going to be super entertaining because you're about to hear what otherwise would be thought of as normal humans uh, tell you what they would do to somebody who hurt their children, family, um, you know, uh, significant other, whatever, you name it, and they um, they told you what they were going to do. And you are going to be pleasantly surprised, hopefully, and entertained as well as to what some of these folks said. So uh, before we get into all that stuff, I'm going to give uh, Crystal a call and have her chime in, uh, her and her friend that she's visiting in Jersey, chime in on what their thoughts are on torture. So let's get to that first. Hey, Crystal, how's it going? I heard you're in Jersey hanging out. I'm in Jersey. I'm here. I'm eating a pizza and I'm flipping people off because that's what we do here in Jersey. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I thought I called Crystal in Jersey. This is uh, Mamma Mia in Italy. I got the wrong number. What the hell is that? Listen, that's just that's my jersey. Was that really? Let me let me hear what a really Jersey uh, accent sounds like. Let's let's okay, talk to your I friend. I got my friend here, Cindy, lifelong friend. Um, she's been in Jersey for how many years? Mm, like twenty five, I guess. Yes. Yeah, so say say quarter. <laughs> I think you want to hear like water. Water. Uh, water. Let me tell water. you something. It's a little yeah. disappointing. That that accent's a little disappointing. It's a little too well, normal. I grew up in Arizona, so it's kind of a it's uh, kind of a mix between Wild Wild West and uh, you know the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, she's a little bit of everything. Now I wanted more. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I wanted more, but that's okay. Like, that's okay. okay. Listen, no, I'm joking. God, I'm joking. Oh, wait, I'm in the wrong state. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I forget know. about it. Forget about it. I, what you doing? Are we doing a podcast? Are we talking accents? We're actually yeah. going to be talking Welcome about torture. Jersey, so, <laughs> yeah. Speaking There's of Jersey, yeah, there you go. Speaking of torture, uh, you guys are in Jersey, uh, so. <laughs> this is our home. So keep I, talking. I uh, be sleeping with the fishes. You keep insulting Jersey like that. I told everybody um, in the the intro without you, uh, went Aww. over the history and the psychology of torture. I uh, mentioned you were not uh, here today, but um, we were going to have a, a, a call. So here we are. If you want to explain to everybody what you're doing in Jersey in more detail, I, I literally just said she's not here with us today and uh, we'll, we'll we'll give her a call. So take well, it away. I am actually celebrating 10 years of I, I'm in depth reporting straight from our most modern everyday torture marriage. Oh, that is. <laughs> Cindy, I'm celebrated 10 years of marriage with a fun, so much fun um, vow renewal. It was all tropical. We swam in the pool. She jumped in the pool with her wedding dress on. True story. True story. I mean, jumped, got liquored up and fell. Either one, either story. Not sure how it stayed on. Yeah. Not well, sure pictures but, or but, it didn't happen. Yeah. There was no um, knit pics. So she's, so she's still married. <laughs> but this is my friend, Cindy. Hi, how are you? Good. Good to, and, good to have you on. 
Yeah, I'm so super excited because she has a lot to offer on this subject. Um, because one, she's got a mouth, and two, I don't know how to two. take that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> can't, can't wait to hear where you're going with that one. Yeah, and her husband is chief of police, so she has some law enforcement um, insight for us. All right, well, well, uh, okay. we don't want to put out too many names out there so that you know, because no. I'll tell you what, everybody else that talked. And, and told their their version of what they they would do to somebody. Um, they didn't put their names on there because a lot of them got a little bit too crazy. Um, there was one uh, that didn't care. He's like, I don't care. Put my name out there. Uh, but most of the people were were too scared to put their names on 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 here because they they went a little nuts. So uh, oh, oh even even I even got a little surprise for everybody at the end of the show. After you know we uh, we finish our conversation, I'm going to play those people's um, you know their 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 phone call and what their idea of torture is, and at the very end is probably the craziest wackiest story, uh, and uh, I had to even change his voice. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> no, oh my god. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Oh at the god. end, he was kind of he's yeah. like, well, definitely don't use my name. And at the end, he's like, well, because I'll just say this. Uh, this person uh, could be easily recognized by their voice. Uh, they've been on the podcast before. So anyways, but I will not tell a soul. Uh, and yeah, I had to change their voice. So we did one of those like uh, uh, Jerry Spring or was it Springfield or whatever, you know, where they oh, change their voice in the background. Yeah. So, um, oh, my God. But can people like really like if they really wanted to research it, we've had like 10 guests. We've had a lot more so, than that, yeah. but, you know, either way. <laughs> It's it's yeah. Don't make me CSI and figure it out. Well, it doesn't matter if you figure it out as long as you don't say shit. Also, um, the things this person said, you don't want to get on their bad side either. So that's oh, the other no. thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely don't want to do that. So and I don't. Yeah, I don't want to piss them off because yeah. yeah. Ugh, well, you kind of scared to hear it. You kind of have in the past already. So, anyways, either <laughs> way, let's move on. Now I want to hear what you. Let's start with you, Crystal. What first of okay. all. What would it take for you uh, to torture somebody? What would have to be the occasion? And you can say children, of course, but I'm going to tell you this. Everybody said children and women. Yeah. If you do anything to them, then I'm going to come after you. We all know yeah. Crystal would do that. So try to be as the host, as the co-host of this show, try to be a little bit more creative. And also, what would you do to that person? Uh, and um, how would you go about it? Um, okay. What I will say is that the hippie in me sometimes gets a little on her high horse. And I, I start to like say, oh, the government shouldn't put people to death. I feel bad. You know, like I'm like, you know, the way that we do our death penalty in America is someone sits for 40 years until they're old men. And so I'm like, or so women. sometimes I get frustrated. I'm like, why are you waiting 40 years to kill them? Like it's all, it's so stretched out. Is that really justice? It's, I, I get where I'm like, like anti-death penalty. Now, before you get on me, hold up. Um, that is until when I worked at the air, the, um, Arizona attorney general's office. Um, Arizona had a rule change where people um, sentenced to the death penalty, 
had to be sentenced by a jury. So that was a big change. And so we had to go through and everyone that was sent to the death penalty by a juror, by a judge, not a jury, a judge had to be resentenced. So this was a huge project. And part of that project was I had to read over the files of, I think we had 123 people at the time on death row. Once I read their stories, I was like, fuck that, kill them, kill them now, give me the gun. I was like, I wanted them to die because they were so sad. The stories were so sad. Like this guy literally killed his two stepkids by one bashed the, the girl's head in with a TV. Mm. Yeah. So after that, it was very easy for me to be like, okay. So going with that knowledge that I still have a hard time with the government putting people to death row. Um, I understand that you have to do it because there are some crimes so horrible, but I think vigilante justice, I would be more supportive of that because you really like, if you bash my kid's head in with a TV, there's no going back from that. There's no way to overcome that. So I'm going to say for my, so yes, I would torture someone and it doesn't even have to be my kids. It's just like when you show such a lack of empathy, like, and force, like to kill somebody in, you know, it's, it's so depraved that and so egregious that I'm like you the same thing should happen to you and I think that's where like if I put on my vigilante suit I was a superhero um I wore latex pants which I shouldn't like I you know I had a costume that I'm like that in itself is torture for you and anybody who having to <laughs> witness that so shut your mouth or you will have that torture <laughs> oh, well. so I think that I would just be the um, iPhone and I girl. Like so I would go around and it's like, if you did child abuse, whatever right, you So did, let me, let me set you up with yeah. Let me set you okay. up with this. So okay, we, we yeah, know, yeah. we know what you're, what, what, you know, we, we know, we get it. We get it. Okay. Uh, you've also mentioned this in, uh, when we do the mentions, I think that has also opened your eyes to some of the horrific things that humans can do. <laughs> So basically you're saying anybody that would not survive the the village if they were put back in it and yeah. most of the people in that village would would just uh want to murder this person or they would just uh all attack them together any situation where where this person would be tried by by the village itself let's just call it that yeah. and uh and and they would say yeah there's we we're done with this guy like literally right now where even the judge gets his hands bloody, right? Like that type of situation, yeah. that's where you would get involved. Now, let me set you up with, you are, you know, three stories down uh, underground. You're in a, a a room that's that's quiet. No one else can hear you. No one else will ever know you were there. 
uh there's you know you've got everything to you know you're you're pretty much a uh what's that serial killer that you love so much dexter uh where you know you're you've got it all down so that there is no evidence left behind with that being said you're in this scenario now what do you do to this person oh my god well how creative are you gonna get don't tell me just hit him over the head with a bat like get creative what do you do to this person if you want help, if you want help, reach, reach out. Cindy might be able to help. Okay. Well, Cindy's biting her lips. She cannot wait to tell you guys how you all are going to be tortured in the Cindy um, Hall of Torture and Mayhem. So I will turn it over to Cindy because I'm over here shocked. I'm grasping my pearls. I can't even imagine what's going on. And she is ready to kill somebody. And I think she may already have, because how does this pop up so quick? This, uh, you're, I can imagine you just grabbing those pearls of yours and using them to just choke out this person until the okay. string just goes Why right through their neck and cuts them. Stuff on here. Huh? Oh, no, you're saying torture. Okay, yeah. never mind. Here is Cindy. She's going to talk about her torture. All right, let's, 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 you're going to tag team it. All right, let's, let's hear Cindy. <laughs> okay, so my form of torture, I do think that also the lowest form of human ever is somebody who hurts children, not, I mean, my children, anybody's children, and it's, it just makes me sick. So, um, I guess my form of torture for them, if I were in, you know, had this perpetrator or whatever in a locked basement would be to have him tied down. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I would like, I would like stick a curling iron up his ass. Whoa, now we're getting it. Yes. Keep going. And get a get a rocking chair and just sit and enjoy the show. Eat some popcorn. Oh, just cooking from the inside out. That's exactly that is about as creative as a guess. Now there's been some horrible stuff. I think Crystal's scared. That's good. That's good. She should be. I went into the hole. I'm scared. I I I didn't know she had these thoughts. Curling iron. Now are you using are you using are you using lube or no lube? Fuck the lube. No, up. I'm torturing the motherfucker. All right, just making sure. I don't know if you there's got to be some courtesy at some point, right? No courtesy. No. All right, no courtesy. No courtesy lube this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is actually really really good. I've had, like I said, we had some really creepy stuff, but that one right there, that one has to win the the award for for most creative. Like that's like that's a woman's like freaking torture method like no dude is gonna think of that it would take a really long time of pain that's before okay died, so yeah to- torture oh i wonder yeah i wonder how that in, in case in case like the 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 curling iron goes out or something and you just have two or three more and back up a couple flat irons too Ooh. so they can go right up there can do a bunch <laughs> of stuff there i like it i like it well uh thank you guys for sharing that now i'm going to tell you guys i'm going to start with one and at first, this one was, uh, I was like, I think I understand what they're saying, but let me just read up on this just to understand it more. And when I asked this question, same question on Facebook, on the Fallen 360 page, I uh, got a lot of different responses, a lot of different people. Uh, some wanted to come on and, and, and record it, and they did. 
And some of them just wrote things down. Uh, for example, this gentleman, which I will not reveal his name, he said, the Zimmer Dermatone skin graft device would be my go-to first choice. Now, off the top of your head, do you guys know what that is? Because I kind of had an idea, but I wasn't sure, only because it said skin graft, right? So I was like, okay, so I think I know where this guy's heading it, but let me research this. But before I do, do you guys understand what that is? I believe it's... um it's it's a device that takes tiny like it takes the top layers of your skin off so that you can use that live skin on areas that are that that need to be covered like open wounds That's and stuff cindy for the fucking win again that you before <laughs> before you leave uh crystal you got to get her like a like some kind of a little trophy or something from our show because she's absolutely <laughs> correct and when i looked it up I guess the um, the Zimmer part is just a type of machine, but it is. It's exactly what it is. It's it's meant to take the skin off someone, either a dead body or a live body, uh, depending on the area they're taking it from, right? But no, more normally, you get uh, pain medication before they do that, right? And then they put that skin on the burn victim or you know whatever the case might be. But it's it's live skin, so essentially, what this guy's saying. And I'm assuming he didn't write this part down, but I'm assuming he's saying take that person, use this machine on them and just essentially skin them alive, like really thin layers of skin. Imagine your whole body being skinned alive. Yeah, that would hurt. <laughs> I thought of the perfect um, prize for Cindy for a curling iron, right? a curling iron. Yes, <laughs> no curling iron I'm not touching hers. I need it to be um, a thick width. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> so all right, let me now, if you will. By the way, that was that was right on. Thank you, Cindy, for awesome. for helping out. You, who would have known Cindy knows all this torture stuff? I'm I'm getting a little bit scared it's now. It's very deep within my soul, and I can only like I, I finally have been able to like let it out just tonight it feels pretty good well there's 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 a reason why chris and i do these shows as well so obviously somewhere in there i am the mastermind behind these so i can't say crystal has uh has a heart but um she is so nice that she is willing to come down to the dark side with me so but yeah. this is this is all me the <laughs> surrounded by dark people like i'm just going through life smelling flowers looking at rainbows my best friends shoving curling irons up people's asses until they die deserving you're people thinking, you're like i'm gonna collect all the people i know to find out what's the best way to torture someone i'm surrounded by lunatics all right are you ready for this last one so i got a text actually from this person and if you know the name or if you figure it out crystal please do not say it out loud um they also asked me to remain anonymous so i'm gonna start reading it this is how i get a text and this is obviously when you live in the veteran world the veteran community and these are your friends that you're surrounded by these are the kind of texts you get and sometimes you get these type of texts without even asking anything so that's even weirder but this time i'll give him credit i did ask for what they thought and he texted me what he thought so i'm gonna read this just saw the torture post dude I would torture someone who hurt my kids. Let me tell you how much I've thought about it. <laughs> um, I have medications in my fridge that I can use to paralyze you for two to three minutes at a time. All you can do is see and feel. 
can't breathe or move. The government spent a lot of money on me to save you, which means I know how to keep you alive while you die. Ever seen law-abiding citizen? Yup, I'd make it last days. I'd finish, then call the police right after. Super premeditated, and I'd be okay with that. Wah-ha-ha-ha-ha. He even did the wah-ha-ha part. So uh, I replied, hell yeah, laugh face, you know, crying face, blah, 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 because obviously this is a joke, uh, government, in case you're listening. Um, I'm loving, I am a loving, caring human, but I have a line. I'd cause so much pain, they would beg to die, and I'd keep going super sick to think about. Uh, okay, uh, now I'm like, LOL, kind of nervous, nervous laughter. <laughs> And then uh, I go, can I read this on the podcast? He goes, yeah, sure. Uh, without your name, of course. He goes, of course. And maybe delete this message afterwards. So as soon as I read it, I will delete the message. Um, all right. So here are the details. The medication is called succidocholine. 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 There you go. I, I said it the best I could. It's used to paralyze patients typically for intubation. We use other meds in conjunction with it to take uh, any pain and make you forget. So when used right, you have no idea what's going on. However, if used alone, you are fully aware, just can't move or breathe. Your heart works, you see and you feel. I'd give it then I'd give it then right as it takes effect, I'd let them know in a uh, in a minute. So I'll give them one breath, just enough to keep those oxygen levels up. I'd let them come then I'd say, we are doing this again in five minutes. I'd repeat this cycle over and over, mentally destroying them. Then I'd switch to giving it and cutting off body parts and carterizing them to stop the bleeding. I give antibiotics via IV so they don't get a septic. Last bit of pain I'd offer, or last bit of pain I'd offer, is a dick removal with a dull scissors. I'd make sure their blood pressure stayed up using pharmacology. So you wonder how far it'd go. This gives a good perspective. Hope you still want to be my friend. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I said, I want to be your friend more now. I definitely don't want to be your enemy. <laughs> that was that. So obviously this person knows what they're doing. And very intense. Very meticulous. He mentioned, <laughs> he, he or she mentioned that it was um what do you call it that they had been thinking about it for a while so of course um what do you guys think <laughs> oh my gosh first of all i can't believe we know all these freaks you included i cannot that sounds really good and you're right i think i know who it is but i think that that does if the, if you're in like the medical field you are best prepared. You have an advantage, like Cindy says, because you know what hurts and what doesn't hurt. And to keep them alive, you know? Yeah. So you can just, yeah. So I'm going to start not befriending people in the medical field. I'd be like, yeah, they could probably give me good prescription drugs, but it's not worth it if I make them mad. <laughs> I know. So you got to make sure that you uh, you uh, keep it professional with them. So always yes, keep them on your, on your good side. It's good oh to know these God. people. It's good to know. And I think now we know like, okay, so out of our closest friends, 
who are the most sick and twisted. And I'll make sure that I'm always nice to that person. I always try to be exactly. nice to my friends, but a little extra nice going that in that direction. You want a Christmas card? Take two Christmas cards. Yep, you, Do you want some cookies? Here you go. From now on, I'm, yeah, yes. I'm making a list of these people and they're getting cookies for Christmas. So Yes, whatever it takes to stay on their good side. All right. Any last things from either of you? Um, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I'm nice and disturbed and I'm sure my nightmares and I'm going to have night terrors. And you're staying, this. you're staying there tonight, right? So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. But be I'm careful. hiding her curling iron for sure. If you come home with, with curling, still upset about me eating her lunch in junior high. If you come home <laughs> with curly, uh, butthole, butt hairs. Um, Frankly, I want to thank that last person for giving me more things to think about. <laughs> oh my God, it's getting bad. That's hilarious. Now we're bringing the freaks together. This, you thought this was going to be just like an interesting podcast. It's now a self-support group for degenerates. Yeah, a, a coalition of uh, of people who you know sit around thinking of ways to torture others. Hey, you know. Got to do something in your spare time. Some call it marriage. Yes, yeah. Some call it marriage. <laughs> so, years, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be 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 kind, Rich. Like be really <laughs> kind. So. <laughs> oh, All now right. I know why she drives such a nice car. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want a new car? Okay, we just got a, a new car last year, but here's a new car. You want the you upgrade? Want, you want to no? new yeah. Okay, okay. You want a steel drum band? Get her an upgrade. Get everyone. Get the whole thing. Yeah, whatever you want. Your friends, you want your stupid dumb friends to stay here for five days? Go ahead. Bring them down. I don't care. Just don't do the curling iron thing again. <laughs> again. All right, ladies. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, Crystal, uh, be safe out there. Don't get no curling irons up the butt. I'll try not to. And uh, we'll see you. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's just hot. We'll okay. see when you get back. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, that was Crystal and her friend, Cindy. Crystal, I hope you make it back to Arizona soon uh, without any butt burns or any crazy shit. Because uh, Cindy sounds like uh, she's thought about this for a while. So don't piss her off. Uh, good thing she's our friend. Uh, so now let's move into what others have to say. You heard me talk about it. And uh, there's, there's some crazy stuff. Um, they're all good in their own special way. And I understand why they would go to these means, right? Uh, I will tell you this, though. Wait until the end. Make it all the way through. Wait, make it all the way through because the very last one is so insane that I had to even change this person's voice afterwards. He's like, hey, uh, maybe we should... Uh, change that up a little bit. And I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just change your voice a little bit so that nobody identifies who you are. So anyways, these are my friends, ladies and gentlemen, check them out. Well, I really think the answer is what keeps me from torturing people on a daily basis. Cause I'm generally kind of pissed off in general. And, um, so I really think that that's really more of a legitimate question. What stops me from torturing people on a daily basis? Um, because I have, that uh, urge maybe more often than most. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, my name is Skyler 
and I'm a friend of Mario and Crystal, and I'm a completely normal human being. My breaking point is anybody that hurts somebody innocent. I've been shot. I've been stabbed. I've been arrested. I've been all over the world. Had a ton of fun. I deserved all of it. But when somebody fucks with an innocent, that's when I lose my mind. Um, honestly, I think my opinion on torture, when it comes down to it, it depends on the person and the circumstance. Um, you know, I, if it's somebody who I'm not going to torture just somebody for no reason, you know, I'm not going to torture some, some helpless person off the street just because I'm sadistic. But, you know, if like I see somebody who tortures like an animal or they torture a kid or, or they do something that's so heinous that, um, that prison just doesn't really seem to do it for me. Um, oh man, I would just, uh, I, I would go, I would go all out depending on the situation. Okay. So let's just say it was some whack job pedophile or something like that, or somebody else. The worst know, of the worst. Kid. Yeah. Someone, someone fuck my kids or whatever. Right? Someone so, would, no one will ever miss. Exactly. Exactly. I got a couple different things, actually. Some, a few things go through my mind. Um, thought about chaining them up like a like a like a heavy bag and just use them for a heavy bag for a little while but then also uh implementing things like cheese graters and like you know apple peelers and shit like that um in certain areas of the body also i thought thought of um duct taping people to chairs give them a whole bunch of locals let's say like on their hand like they're you know let's say oh so you like touching little boys huh so you give them a local on their hand, right? Fuck, numb the shit out of that thing. Take one of them old-fashioned hand meat grinders and grind that shit up in front of them and let them watch it, okay? So yeah. they get to watch their own hand get mutilated and not feel a damn thing, but get to watch it. And then you just cauterize that wound and keep them alive for a little while, just keep them alive for a bit. Let them starve for a couple of days and you start feeding them their own body parts. So I got a child molester and we uh, descended a couple stories underground. Nobody can hear him scream. No, nothing like that. Is that where we're going with yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Well, I'm probably going to start cutting his fingers off. I like it. I like it so far. And I'm not going to feel bad about it because he used those fingers against children and fuck you. Like, here we go again. And it's not going to kill him, though. So, I mean, how does he die? I, I mean, that's up to you, right? That's a, that that in itself could be torturous. Um, letting I, someone live disformed, disfigured, still going to prison like that. I mean... I'd probably just rip his fingers off and kill him. Like, I mean, I don't have a ton of violence in my heart. Finish him off quickly. So, so you're you're giving him a little bit of mercy. You're you're making him feel some pain because that would be pretty painful to start off. Eventually, it would that that pain would. But kind it's of only subside. it's only a couple hours of pain, and you know, you just you don't fuck with kids around me. Right. 
I'm talking like uh, um, like that scene from uh, um, Law Abiding Citizen when he like put the puffer fish in the dude, and then he was just like, "I'm gonna keep you alive, and you can you can't you can't move, but you can feel everything." Yes, yes. And like you know, if you close your <laughs> eyes, I'm gonna. Oh, I, I mean, like straight up, that would be exactly where I would where I would take that to some to some cases. Like cut out their eyelids and, so they can see everything. Yeah, like <laughs> here's a mirror. You're gonna see exactly what I'm gonna do to you for what you've well, for what you've done. Um, I think that I think that something like like when I saw that scene, I I I stood up and I applauded and I was like, yes, that is justice. That is amazing. That is awesome. I I think that there are people in this world who deserve that. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even talking like medieval stuff, man. Go like you know, grab some horses and then you know, strap a horse. You know, strap some ropes to a horse and uh, or or uh, you know, to some of his extremities. And just go, all right, horses, pull, and just you know, pull the person apart, you know, pull away. Um, death by a thousand cuts. I mean, it's. I think that I think that people, I think that some people in this world deserve that kind of that kind of torture for the for the, the evil and for the wrongdoings that they've caused to other to other people. And and I feel like that's justified. Oh, uh, I totally agree. And you're not alone either, because we have different people uh, talking and sharing their thoughts and opinions and. Uh, some of them get a a little a little crazy too, right? So we've all we've all been there, watched the movie where somebody's getting tortured for all the right reasons, and we've all applauded, right? Obviously, if people didn't still believe in all that stuff, we wouldn't be uh, you know showing it in movies, and we wouldn't be talking about it today. So I'm uh, I'm glad you mentioned the whole medieval thing too, because that's one of the things that at the top of the show we're going to be you know talking about that stuff too. So uh, the history and psychology of why you know torture came to be. So obviously yeah. it's it's worked. Well, some people I, say it works, some people don't, but whatever. Well, I, I feel even today, I mean, like, I think as a society, we've gotten, I think we've kind of grown soft on what we consider torture these days, too. I mean, like, if we really want to talk about torture, I mean, torture really is a painful and excruciating thing. And I think that, you know, as society, you know, you know we're sitting here, we're just, oh, torture is this. And it's just like, the, the stuff that people consider torture these days really is not torture. I mean, right. I, I, I don't feel that, I don't feel that we, uh, we are, nearly as uh brutal as we brutal. as we once were as a society but i still think that people are still in in the in their own way they're still very um still very brutal and i think that there are some people in this world who are still very who like i said they, they deserve it man Let's, yeah there's know. there's a lot if you go back and listen to to the show we're going to talk about all that stuff and uh the psychology the darkness within us hasn't gone away but society doesn't allow this stuff anymore so and there is a difference obviously between physical and mental or psychological torture, right? Uh, but they, depending on what you do, they could easily be as equal, even though visually they don't seem to be. Uh, but that's, like I said, another story, and we're gonna cover all that stuff. So I appreciate you coming on here, man, and, and sharing your your thoughts and views. You're like most people when it comes to innocent, you know, women, children, things like that. That's kind of the the boundaries that that you don't oh, cross absolutely and and quite frankly i mean and and i, I think like i said i mean it, it depends on the per it depends on what the person did too because like somebody i will straight torture just to just to see them hurt and then there'd be some people be like yeah man that's we, we that shouldn't be done you know but and that's what i you know that's yeah I, I think the limits on that too i mean i i would if somebody's like yeah this person did this and we saw that like, oh oh I, I would do it i would do it just for the fun of it like yeah. just just to cause that person the harm that they caused somebody else yeah exactly so, all right, brother. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Talk to you next time. To... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
Let me tell you something. I love it. This is your boy now. I know. And and I'm going to tell you, I recorded a few different people, uh, including uh, Crystal wasn't uh, here today. She's actually out of town. So we actually recorded. Crystal's going to hear this. He's fucked up. She's she's in. Well, she's in. She's in Jersey. And uh, I just recorded her and her friend. And um, her friend actually came up with some really, really cool stuff. She would put a. A curling iron up the dude's ass and just let it oh, sit yeah. there cook until oh yeah cooked. oh yeah oh absolutely <laughs> so that was like one of the most creative and then i got to you and it's like whoo this i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad i know you guys and you guys are all my friends because i um uh, i would not want to be your guys's enemies but that was uh that was pretty good man you you you, you kind of covered every single little little everyone uh there's a little bit of the things you said right now, um, there's a little bit of that in, in everybody else. Someone may have mentioned one or two of the same things as you, but you like really just brought the whole thing together. Well, you know, I'm pretty <laughs> thorough when it comes. You know, I mean, we can we can go. You know, we can. I I, I always like one cool fucking thing where they like uh, burying people in their neck and then cover their head and honey with their hands even and shit. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. That's also pretty good. Yeah, there's some stuff out there, man. That's there's pretty some savage. Some medieval torture there at the beginning of this show actually speak on the uh, the history and psychology of of, of torture and, and public executions, things like that. And so it's uh, it's definitely a interesting uh, topic. But hearing what my friends, um, you know, would do for for their loved ones, you know, is also very entertaining. So I hope you all enjoyed hearing these <laughs> yeah, I, techniques. You know, sadly, is I've, I've thought of that like a long time ago. And it's still like right there. As soon as, so, you know, as soon as the topic comes up, I'm like, yeah. This is the one topic I didn't have to prep people for. I literally just <laughs> let them loose and, and my friends came through, man. So I'm, I'm lucky to have friends like up. you. Yeah. And I wouldn't have it any other way. So, all right, buddy. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank yes, you for, for coming on and sharing your, your thoughts <laughs> techniques. As always. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Talk to you soon. All right, brother. Bye. What would it take for you to torture somebody? Um, you know, what would they have to do? And also, how would you torture them? Would you get creative? You know, would you, you tell me? Well, it really wouldn't take much. Um, <clears throat> Anything un-American will get you tortured. If you mess with children, get you tortured. Um, if you look at me wrong, most likely that will get you tortured. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty much anything will get you tortured. All right. And what exactly would you do to those people? <laughs> it all depends. It, I, I'm a big believer in uh, the punishment fits the crime. So it's like, you, you know, if you're stealing, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna lose fingers and do, especially your hands are gonna go through some type of stuff. If you touch kids, like a meat grinder. Uh, I'll start small. We'll start with like you know peeling fingernails back or stuff like that, or or a slow tap to the to the ends of your fingers with a nail with a with a hammer. Okay. You know, until you can't take it any longer. And then we'll just keep going from there and start breaking stuff and twisting stuff off and peeling stuff, you know. Um, you know, it just depends on the crime. Like I said, you see, when it comes to kids, if you know if you're a male, of course your anatomy is going to be slowly peeled away from you. Uh, if you're a female, you know you're going to be violated your own special way. 
<clears throat> no things like that. And then if it deserves death, most likely it will deserve death because you know you're not going to identify me. Um, and then after that, you, you know, you go to my pigs. Well, what the pigs do? Oh, turn you into poop, and then they're going to eat it up again. So you'll be eat, eating up twice. The at first, the uh, they just start ripping your flesh, and they start crushing your bones, and and then they just turn you into mush. What they do, and they're very violent about it too. Because when you have more than one pig, they they want to eat as much as they can before it's, you know before the other one gets it. So it'd be fairly quickly. You're, these things are just straight straight up coming out of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. My dad told me a lot of times that to do the Americans. I'd really like to get my hands on one of them little guys. Um, hang them up, you know, nice little cross style stuff. Keep them alive and do the whole bamboo, shoot up the fingernails, uh, slice them underneath the groin, have them have their entrails, you know, slowly leaking out between the, the anus and the groin. Nice little slice right there. Let them leak out. And they won't, they won't bleed out. It'll just, everything will just start falling out. And then I can, you know, play puppet strings, strings with them while they're alive. And they can look at their innards as they look down. So just nice, let them scream, you know, just the average good old type stuff they did to us. And that is, uh, probably one of the most creative, uh, uh, conversations uh, of torture that we've had so for this this yeah. episode so i want to thank you for being uh courageous and letting everyone, everyone know what you think again this is my anonymous friend everybody uh, do not ask me who it is because i will not tell you uh because i don't want this person doing that stuff to me <laughs> no no yeah no that that would put that would put you in the, in the traitor section and that that involves you and you know your your upper and lower torso will be in in a in a metal container while we heat that up while your neck and your legs and hands are exposed and you're slowly being cooked for that one. Oh, that's that sounds both uh, uh, outrageous and delicious. So and and horrifying. Let me add a third. It's, it's also horrifying, but but it does sound delicious. That just goes to show you how fat I am. <laughs> that the sound the sound of me cooking makes me makes me hungry <laughs> all right thank you my friend i appreciate you and i appreciate your time well thank you uh very much uh see you soon hopefully not too Whoa, soon. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not <laughs> love you ma'am take care Woo! what did i tell you that last one was a doozy they all were these are all my friends, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I think the same way. I know I didn't really get into what I would do, but let me just say this. I'm not going to bore you with all that stuff. Everything that these people said today, um, I would also do the same stuff if anybody ever touched my children or any of my loved ones, right? I think we've all been there, done that. Obviously, everything we talked about today is hypothetical, right? So let's, uh, let's keep it light and uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's uh, crazy episode of Dishonorable, I mean, Dishonorable Mention, uh, it's just as crazy though, right? Uh, normally, Dishonorable Mentions where we get into all the blood and gore and everything else, but in um, Tales from the Guard Tower, we talk about weird stuff. So about I think today's about as weird as it can get. So I think we fulfilled uh, our show's uh, promise to you guys. 
So anyways, for the lovely Crystal, I'm in Jersey with a uh, curling iron on my butt. Ready, I'm outside the wire of wire.